0: Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching Today. Also, join us on Facebook. My wife and I welcome you there for free grace teaching and encouragement. Here, we're talking about God's work in you. That's right. God's mighty power at work within you. Ephesians 3:20 the apostle Paul says now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we can that we might ask or think now this is uh, of course Paul the apostle Paul's writing his letter to the church in Christ at Ephesus and so if you're in Christ this applies to us as well i want you to take a look at that word work his mighty power at work Within us. This word work is in the present tense, meaning that Christ did a work in us and he continues to work within us. Okay? And so we're going to take a look at that. First of all, the work that he does in us is he takes us from confusion to clarity, doesn't he? Many of us were confused. And then he says the truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So let's take a look at what Christ did for us, first of all. He removed our sins, didn't he? Our past, our present, our future sins. Okay, this is what he did for us. He removed the old man, the person that we were in Adam, sinner, and gave us a new identity. Colossians 2.11 tells us, "...in him you were circumcised by the cutting away of the sinful nature." not with a physical procedure done by man, but with a spiritual procedure done by Christ. And so what does Christ do to us? Well, first, we have to take a look at before Christ, we were in Adam, right? We were sinners. But at conversion, we were placed in Christ, given the right to be called children of God. Or anyone in Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And by the way, Once a new creature, always a new creature. Isn't that encouraging? Think about the butterfly. God gives us the physical pictures to teach us about the spiritual truths. You look at a butterfly and it never changes. It doesn't matter where it lands, it doesn't matter what it thinks. It's always a butterfly. Same goes for anyone in Christ is a new creature. So, what does Christ do through us? Well, John fifteen five, Jesus gave us our need for dependency on him. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man abide in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. And keep in mind, when he says abide, that means when you live in him and he lives in you. And by the way, that happens, that, that's every one of us in Christ. Whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And so we're abiding in him all the time. And he's abiding in us for the purpose of living through us. See, Jesus gave his life for us so he could give his life to us, so we could transmit his life through us. But wait, it gets even better than that. This work that he accomplishes in us gets even better. You know, he will take every single problem that comes our way, every trial that we will ever have, And he will use it to help form us into his likeness. Isn't that comforting? And also he will retake every problem, every trial, every heartache, every pain that we will ever suffer in this world, and he will use it to bring the revelation of his presence. Isn't that encouraging? But not only that, I like what the Apostle Paul said. He says, I'm self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. That means the grace of God is teaching us now to live upright, godly lives in the last days. Okay, Titus 2.11 and 12. The grace of God has appeared, teaching us to deny ungodliness and to live upright, godly lives in the last days. Titus 2.14 tells us we are totally committed to doing good deeds now. Not because we have to, because, but because we have a desire to do so from the inside out. Folks, we live from the inside out in Christ. We don't live from the outside in anymore. And he's delivered us from addictions of all kinds. He comforts us. It's another thing that he does in us. Christ in us comforts us. He helps us and he encourages us. How does he comfort us? Well, his presence. You know, Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Christ at Corinth. He says he comforts us so that we can comfort others with the same comfort that he's comforted us with well how do we get comforted well like I mentioned we just practice his presence throughout the day and we can remind the body of Christ when they say I'm lonely we can say but you're not alone the presence of the Lord is always in you you see how does Jesus in us how does Christ in us help us well he holds us together doesn't he The Apostle Paul is telling us also again, he's writing about a mystery. And he's saying that Christ himself is holding it all together. He's holding everything together. Everything made is held together by him. 2 John 2 says, Truth abides in us and will be with us forever. Jesus is the truth. That's why he says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And so we are held together. That's what it means he helps us. When everything's falling apart around us and everything's falling apart, remember the one that's in you, holding you together. Another way he encourages us is he says, I never will leave you. Never will I forsake you. In fact, this promise comes to us on a daily basis. We practice his presence He holds us together, and he never leaves us nor forsakes us. Remember, God's mighty power is at work within you. God bless.